the school is out. Which means it's time for Hi Kids. For far longer than forever, from the Swin, Swan Princess. What a good music to start the show with. Good afternoon and welcome to the Kha Kids Show. This is Kha Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Brown Oena and I'm 11 years old. So coming up on Kha Kids today, I'm going to be speaking to Javon Greenblatt. He is the director of CSO. Do you know what CSO do? Just stay tuned to 101.9 Chai FM and you'll find more about, about them soon. Also on the show, I have a Chai Kids twa- tongue twister to challenge your mouth and a Chai Kids riddle to challenge your brain. So stay tuned, you don't want to miss out on this Chai Kids show. Here are the details if you have any questions for my guests or if you just want to say hi to your friends and family. The SMS number is 34519 and is charged at 1 Rand 50. You can send me a WhatsApp on 061-895-1019 and please don't forget to sign your name. You can also call us on 010-140-3020. That's 010-140-3020. So get ready for a very interesting show on Chai Kids today. You're listening to Chai Kids on 101.9 Chai FM. That song was Can You Feel the Love Tonight from The Lion King. This is Chai Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Brian Oena and I'm 11 years old. Before we start the interview with Javon Greenblatt, I want to introduce the tongue twister for today. It is Na Nibble Nobleman, Na Nibble Nobleman. A bit later, I will count how many times you can say the tongue twister in 10 seconds. I have a Chai Kids riddle to challenge your brain. Here it is. The more you take away from me, the bigger I shall get. What am I? And you can send your answer to 34519 or WhatsApp to 061-895-1019. I have Javon Greenblatt with me in studio. So send your questions to 34519 or WhatsApp to 061-895-1019. Good afternoon, Javon. Good afternoon. How are you? Good. So we're going to start with the questions. Good. So what is CSO? CSO is Community Security Organization. It's basically an organization that was set up to look after and protect the Jewish community in South Africa. Um, in 1994, there were some incidents that were happening around the world, and a decision was made that we had to set up something where we could look after our own community. There's specific threats and issues that we have to deal with um, as a Jewish community throughout history. And we believe that we look after our own. We can't expect anyone else to do it for us, although we do work with other people, the authorities, police, security companies. Jews look after Jews, and that's our primary mandate. So that's why we set it up. Yeah. Um, why is it called CSO, or what's the meaning behind the name? So CSO, as I said, Community Security Organization. You know, kids is by kids, for kids, <laughs> uh, I think it was. So the same thing with the CSO. It's by the community, for the community. We don't outsource our security to other people. We don't expect other people to come and protect us. We look after ourselves. The community is asked and expected to stand up and and, and protect their own. You know, only Jews can look after Jews. Um, and as, as much as we do work with other people as well, 
We understand the threats that happen. We understand the risks to our community. We understand the nature of our community. And we are by far the best people to protect our community. I agree. Um, how old do you have to be to join CSR? You have to be 18 years old, out of school and 18 years old. Okay. And what is your role at CSR? So I'm the director of Johannesburg. Um, I look after the Johannesburg office. I am responsible for ensuring that the the organization runs, that we fulfill our mandate, that we're doing all the right things that we need to do in order to protect the community, that we are, we have an office of uh, over 30 people. Wow. So I manage those people and I ensure that the, the, that, that we're looking to the future, we're understanding what's coming, and we're putting the right processes in place to ensure that we can continue to protect the community. So that's my role. Sounds like an awesome but hard job. It is a hard job, <laughs> yes. Um, do you need to study anything? So you don't need to study anything. Most of my staff have got some kind of degree. Uh, in fact, probably most of our volunteers, numerous volunteers, have degrees or diplomas or trades and things like that. So you don't specifically have to study something to get involved, either as a full-time staff member or as a volunteer. But once you do get involved, there are courses, there are specific things that you have to learn in order to do the job properly. So from a point of view of studying, not necessarily, but there are courses that you have to do to understand security and understand how we do security to protect our community. And do you need medical training? You don't need medical training, but we strongly suggest that everybody has medical training. Part of security is obviously saving lives, protecting people. And God forbid something should happen. Of course, medical training is very important. So anything from, and we, we, we encourage people to do anything from a first aid course, where they can do basic first aid, all the way through to our more senior guys and the more experienced protectors that do trauma medicine or trauma first aid, that do more serious um, kind of medical um, training, yes. Okay. And what's the most challenging part about your job? The most challenging part about my job? Uh, I suppose that we're a organization that has many, many different personalities, people, we're an organization that is made up of the community. We have hundreds of volunteers involved. And every single volunteer brings something to the table, and every single volunteer has certain needs. Uh, so it's a matter of, I suppose, dealing with the different personalities, dealing with the different volunteers, dealing with the different needs, the different needs of the community. Very, very often, um, you know, if something doesn't happen, people don't believe it's going to happen. So... I suppose one of the, the, the most difficult things is convincing people that they need to prepare for the worst. Pray for the best, but prepare for the worst. And very often I get an answer, well, nothing's happened, so why do we have to put the effort in? Why do we have to do this? Why do we have to put so much time, effort, money into something like this? But rather not ask, if only we had done something, this would never have happened. So it's a matter of convincing the community that the threat is very real and it, Thank God it hasn't succeeded in South Africa and we haven't had any major issues in South Africa, but it is still very real and we need to prepare for it rather to prevent be, it. Rather be safe than sorry. Absolutely. And what part of your job do you enjoy most? I think I enjoy making a difference. Um, this is saving people's lives, whether they know it or not, whether we know it or not, whether we know we've done it. You know, to save a life is to save the world. And I think from our point of view, it's that sense of satisfaction of doing something that is meaningful, something that is 
that, that, that has an impact on our community and allows our community to, to live a full Jewish life in South Africa. So I think, uh, the most enjoyable thing, it's a sense of, of, uh, um, I suppose, having, having made a difference to the community, having contributed to the future of the community and to the well-being of the community. So. Wow. Um, were you interested in mysteries and like solving problems when you were a child? Not necessarily. I suppose I did my puzzle every now and then and did things like that. I read a lot of mystery books. I loved those. And I was a normal kid for, you know, that time. It was cowboys and Indians <laughs> and, uh, and playing outside and things like that. So, um, not specifically interested in mysteries and things, but I loved the mystery TV shows and the, mm. the, the, the books and things like that. So, yeah. And could you please explain to us what would happen on your typical day at work? So some days are very boring. We run an organization like any other company. We have paperwork and administration and dealing with things and phone calls and accounts to pay. Um, but other days are very, very exciting. You know, it depends on what's happening in the world. We have massive functions, things like Yomatsma'ut and Sinai and Daba and huge functions where we're responsible for protecting thousands and thousands of Jews coming to one place. And there, I mean, the office has this amazing energy of everyone coming together and putting plans together and getting equipment ready and getting out there and protecting the community. You know, we have different departments within the, the organization. So, you know, for um, the one department would be dealing with uh, the schools and the shuls and getting security teams and procedures up and running and ensuring that the teams are out and doing their duties. Um, the other department looks after functions and events and things like that. So it's preparing and planning and, and protecting on the ground. Um, we, we, we also look at the environment around us. We try and understand what people are saying. If anyone's saying nasty things, anti-Semitic things, if there are any threats that are coming. So, so, you know, there's a lot of work. The, the office is uh, frenetic is the word they use. It's always something happening over there. So it's, um, it's, it's an exciting environment. What does frenetic mean? Freten frenetic means it's crazy, it's busy. Oh. And on Shabbos, when you are looking after a shawl or something, what kind of equipment would you be allowed to use? So we work very closely with the Beth Din. Um, you know, we are a Jewish organization for the Jewish community. So we do everything within our power not to break Shabbos. Um, we have specific halachic guidelines that we follow in order not to break Shabbos. But when it comes to saving a life, you're not allowed to break Shabbos, but you're allowed to, you know, forego certain things or use certain equipment. Yeah. So, you know, we, we do have patrol vehicles that drive around. We use cell phones if need be in an emergency, radios, equipment like that. So we are allowed to use that kind of thing, but only when it comes to saving a life and in, in, in the, 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 the ultimate aim of saving lives. Very important to save a life. Yeah, absolutely. What suburbs or areas do you work in? We're everywhere where the Jewish community is. So from four ways to Randburg. I mean, obviously we focus um, the majority of our manpower and effort where the majority of the community is. Um, but we're everywhere. There, there, there are um, shuls in, in far-flung regions and areas of Johannesburg. So wherever there is a shul or a Jewish community, no matter how big and small, we operate there. We have teams there. Sometimes we send people out there, and sometimes it's teams from, from within the shul and within the community in that area. And when did you start to get involved with CSO? So I got involved in CSO probably 24 years ago. 
So that's a long time ago. So the organization started in 1993. Um, I got involved in 1994. So it had been running for about a year. Um, and yeah, I've been involved as a volunteer for, for many, many years and also as a full-time staff member and a director for the last five years. Wow. So let's take a quick song break and we'll be right back. You're listening to Hi Kids on 101.9 High FM. That song was Let Me Be Your Wings, a song from Thumbelina. This is Hi Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Brian Oena and I'm 11 years old. Before we carry on with the interview, I'm going to remind you what the tongue twister is. It is Nine Nibble Nobleman. Nine Nibble Nobleman. I have a Hi Kids riddle to challenge your brain. The more you take away from me, the bigger I shall get. What am I? So send your SMS to 34519 or WhatsApp to 061-895-1019. I have Javon Greenblatt in studio with me. If you have any questions for him, you can send an SMS to 34519 or WhatsApp to 061-895-1019 or call on 010-140-3020. We got an SMS and it says, We love Chak. We love Chai Kids. Love Arena, Chaya, Elias, and Orichen Levy on our way home from gymnastics. Now, keep those SMSs coming through. Now, let's carry on with the question, Jevon. Hi. Okay, so what do you suggest to our listeners on how to be safe? So, I think probably one of the most important things is that we never outsource our security to someone else. We always take responsibility for our own security. So never expect someone else to look after you and protect you, although we always hope that they do. But it's our responsibility. I, as a father, am responsible for my children, my wife, my family, for my community, for the people that I go to shore with. But I don't expect someone else to look after me. I will make sure that I'm prepared and ready to look after myself and those around me. If everyone had that mindset, then we would all be sitting in a much better position. The other thing is that, you know, we, we live our day-to-day lives. We get caught up with technology and cell phones and computers and things like that. And we're totally unaware of what is happening around us. Totally lose focus on the suspicious people across the road. The when you're driving home and you want to turn into your driveway, do you notice that there's a car or someone that you don't know on the other side of the road? Do you do you just open your gate and drive in, or do you say that's suspicious and drive past? So I think probably one of the most important things is to always be aware of your surroundings. 99.9% of the time, if you are aware of your surroundings, you can avoid getting into trouble. It's when you're not aware of your surroundings and you get caught by surprise that people get into trouble. So I think that's probably the most important thing. Always be aware of what's happening around you. Be aware of the situation around you. You know, driving into your driveway or whether you're walking to Shul on Shabbos and you see something out of the ordinary, just go and report it. Call it into the CSO control room. Report it to the team leader at the Shul. Do something about it. And that's probably one of the most important things. Other than that, empower yourself. You know, come to the CSO for training. Allow us to teach you how to defend yourself and your community. Allow us to, to, to work with you and give you the skills that you need to, 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 to be safe in South Africa and as a, a Jew in this country. And how can someone join CSO? So, um, as I say, anyone over the age of 18 and who's out of school, 
Um, they just have to phone our office and uh, I can give you the number if you want me to or can send an email. Uh, there are numerous ways that uh, people can get involved. I mean, they're, they're, there's people protecting on the ground. Uh, you can go to your shul and speak to the head of the security for the shul and join the shul team. If you want to come to the CSO and get further training, then you can phone our offices and the number, if uh, I can give that, is 0860-276-276. That's our office number. Um, or you can email Sharon Walder, so that's S-H-A-R-R-O-N-W at CSO.org.za, and we'll get back to you and see where you want to get involved and how you want to get involved. Okay, and do you have other hobbies or interests other than working with CSO? So the CSO is all-consuming. You know, as a staff member and for most of my staff, once you get involved in the CSO, it almost takes over your life and it's mm. all that you do. Um, for, you know, I read, I read a lot uh, when I get the opportunity. I run a lot. Um, it helps relieve the stress and, mm. and, and, and keeps me fit. And, and, and I, I spend any spare moment I have or I try and spend any spare moment I have with my family. I think that's the most important thing. So that's what I would do in my spare time. The, the rest of my life is all around the community and the organization and protecting the community. And what kind of equipment would you use on a day-to-day basis? There's lots of equipment. I mean, we obviously have vehicles that do patrols and things like that. As I said earlier, um, your cell phone is an amazing tool, even for um, a community member, just to call for help, let people know where you are. Radios, we wear bulletproof vests. Um, there's, there's, there's a fortune of equipment. It depends, it depends on the circumstances, uh, what the events are, where you are. But um, there's a, a huge amount of equipment that we do carry. And what's the difference between CSO and like CAP and GAP and the police and stuff? Okay. So the police are obviously, um, you know, they work for the state and their responsibility is to ensure the safety of South African citizens. Unfortunately, the police are under an immense amount of pressure, so they're not always uh, able to respond as quickly as I'm sure they would like to. Um, so we have private security companies and, and, and other organizations like CAP where their mandate is to um, deal with crime. So they deal with crime in and around the areas that they look after. Our responsibility, although we do, sadly enough, come into contact with crime and have to deal with it on the rare occasion, it's not our mandate. Our mandate is to protect the Jewish community from anti-Semitism and acts of terrorism. So anyone that wishes to cause harm to the Jewish community because they are the Jewish community or to a Jewish person because they are Jewish, that's where we come in, and that's our responsibility. We don't have a mandate of crime. As I say, we do sometimes deal with it, but it's not our mandate. Okay, and um, do you have trained dogs? Because like the police, they use trained dogs. Yeah. So as an organization, we don't. It's very, very expensive to train dogs and keep dogs and look after them. Um, we do use dogs. Um, we we um, use uh, bomb sniffer dogs to, to check when we do functions and things like that. Before we go in, we do a search of the area, and very often we'll call in either police or private bomb sniffer dogs. Um, and we use the dogs of organizations, uh, private security companies, so we'll either hire them or many of them are amazingly, and, uh, and like happens in our community, are very happy to donate their, 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 their dog's time to, 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 to protecting the community. 
And do you go to schools and talk there about safety? So we do occasionally go to schools and talk about safety. What we've just launched at some of the, the Jewish Board of Education schools is a program. It's a, a four-module program where we teach kids to uh, to protect themselves, self-defense, situational awareness, understanding the environment, what to do if they get into trouble. Uh, and that doesn't make a difference. We're not asking them to you know, go and stand duty outside their school. But this is, you know, if something should happen, walking in the streets and the shopping centers. So we have rolled out a program um, at some of the schools. It's been running for about a year, and um, we're expanding it. So if anyone is interested in doing a program like that, we'd be more than happy to, to implement it at the, the, the various schools. And do you do courses for adults? Yes. So, I mean, obviously... Um, the people, the volunteers that, that make up our organization, um, we, we have to train them. We run numerous courses, anything from just general awareness courses, uh, self-defense courses. And for those that get more involved, there's a very, very intensive security uh, course that we do where we train them on all the security skills, all the procedures, how to secure their community. And that's over a, a good solid couple of months where people dedicate a lot of time. So there are various courses that we do do for people. We also do courses for, say, the secretaries um, at at schools and schools and things so that they understand if someone phones in, how to deal with them. Um, so, yes, we, we do numerous courses across the community. Wow. And do you have CSO all over the country? So CSO does exist around the country. Uh, the main places are Johannesburg, Durban, Pretoria and Cape Town. Um, the smaller communities, we, we're in touch with the smaller communities, uh, and uh, many of them don't necessarily have CSO as we know it in Johannesburg as an organization, but there are people within the smaller communities that are involved in securing their schools and their schools. So how would you help somebody if they live in a small town? So we work uh, very closely with the country communities, Rabbi, um, and he travels around the country all the time. Um, he has a good knowledge of security, and uh, he speaks to the smaller communities. Obviously, for those communities themselves, they have to set up their own processes. It doesn't help if something's happening in Bloemfontein or somewhere like that. You know, we're not going to get there in time from Johannesburg. But, you know, they have to set up, make, uh, like, you know, have their security companies understand the specific threats and the nature of a Jewish community and, and how to protect that community. They need to work with security companies. They need to, they need to meet with the local police. They need to have, uh, uh, um, um, relationships with the local authorities and things like that. And then we do travel around the country to the smaller communities and we look at their physical security. We, uh, offer, um, to, to train, uh, some of their members, et cetera, et cetera. So, so it's, a, it's, it's a complicated structure, but uh, yes. So thank you for coming on Chai Kids today and teaching us more about the awesome work you do. It sounds really exciting and interesting. So after the song, I will count how many times you can say the tongue twister in 10 seconds. You can call now on 010-140-3020. You're listening to Hi Kids on 101.9 Hi FM. Return to the Sea. It's a song from The Little Mermaid 2. This is Hi Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Brown Owena and I'm 11 years old. Are you ready for the tongue twister? This is how it works. You can call us on 010-140-3020 and I'll count how many times you can say the tongue twister in 10 seconds. 
Just a reminder that the Chakir's riddle is, the more you take away from me, the bigger I shall get. What am I? And you can send your answer to 34519 or WhatsApp to 061-895-1019. You can call now on 010-140-3020 to see if you can say the tank twister faster than me. The tank twister is non-nibble nobleman. Do we have any tongue, um, callers? No, okay, so I'll do it now. And DJ Flo, please start the timer. Nanable nobleman, 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 nanable nobleman. Ten. Ten for ten seconds. So let's take a quick song break and we'll be back. You're listening to High Kids on 101.9 High FM. That song was Dig a Little Deeper from The Princess and the Frog. It's a pretty good movie, so I suggest you watch it. This is Ha Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Brown Oena and I'm 11 years old. Let's wrap up the riddle. The riddle was, the more you take away from me, the bigger I shall get. What am I? And the answer is a hole. This has been Ha Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Brown Oena and I'm 11 years old. Thank you to my guests for coming on Kids today and thank you to my producer Mandy and DJ Flo for pushing the big red buttons. Join us on Monday for another Kids show only on 101.9 High FM. Shabbat Shalom and goodbye kids!